Hello and welcome to Epic Healing Transformations. The purpose of this podcast is to create a safe place to heal, transform, and evolve. Your host, Michelle Manning, is a creator of the Quantum Soul Clearing Process. Each week, we'll be bringing you new and innovative ways to heal and transform every area of your life, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially, so you are free to bring your gifts and talents into the world, to become the best version of who you are designed to be and to help revolutionize the world. This show will inspire you, lift you, connect you, and give you access to the most cutting-edge healing resources anywhere on the planet. This is the Epic Healing Transformations Podcast. Hello and welcome to Epic Healing Transformations. I am Michelle Manning, your host and curator. I've wanted to do a podcast for years now, and I feel like I finally found my true voice. You know, we all have stories. Some stories are positive and move us forward, and others, well, those stories tend to limit us and keep us from reaching our true potential in life. You know, on the surface, I look like I'm just like an average person. I was born into a typical middle-class family and, you know, raised in a typical middle-class sort of neighborhood in a middle-class Utah town. But I was born with multiple intuitive gifts and the ability to help others heal. And those gifts were not just not valued as a child and young adult. They were ridiculed and bullied when I got into junior high school. And that bullying, that, that dishonoring of my gifts created a story. It changed my life. And so I quickly learned that it wasn't safe to be me. I didn't have any mentors growing up. I mean, it was, it was pretty much rural Utah when I was growing up. There weren't even a million people yet in the state of Utah. And by the age of eight, though, I had had a life-changing event when my grandfather died. I believed at the time that I was responsible for his passing, even though I wasn't. I'd been raised in the Mormon church and told that God answered our prayers. And because of my unique gifts, I'd always had a really close relationship with the angelic realm and nature spirits and with God. Much of what I observed and knew to be true, though, didn't really completely drive with what I had been being taught at church. But I just thought that at some point it would all come together and make sense. But the night that my grandfather died, and I remember it as if it had happened just last night. I remember my grandmother pounding on the window in our unfinished edition of the house I grew up in. I was asleep in the room nearest the edition and immediately woke up to hear her terrified screams for my dad to come quickly because something was wrong with my grandpa. I remember looking out the window to see it raining and then my dad rushing down the stairs, pulling on his shirt and buttoning his pants as he ran to help. And on his way down the stairs, I heard him calling to my mom to call an ambulance. And this was before 911. I remember asking my mom if grandpa was going to be okay, and she said she just really didn't know. And so I did what I'd been taught to do, and I knelt there in the middle of my bed and began praying with all the faith and the sincerity that I had, just pleading with God to spare my grandpa's life and make him well. And then a little while later, I heard the ambulance come, and soon afterwards, I saw my dad walk back into the house with tears just streaming down his face, and he sat down on the hearth in the living room and just sobbed because his dad had just passed away. And it was the first time I saw my dad cry, and 
I'm, I was born an empath. And so all of this emotion, all of this grief and all of this terror, not just of my own, but of my family's just hit me and locked into my heart and locked into my body. But also in that moment, something broke within me. Based on my religious teachings, I believed that somehow I wasn't good enough or worthy enough to have my prayers answered. And in that moment, I realized I'd lost my grandfather. But more than that, I lost my God. I lost my church. I lost myself. I lost me. And, you know, I, I just took it on as it was my fault. And I was too ashamed to admit that, uh, that I thought it was my fault. And so I stuffed all that grief and that shame and that sorrow. And I vowed to never use my gifts again. And I remember consciously shutting off all of those gifts completely. Well, the next day, my mom sent me to school and we had show and tell. And my cousin Ricky got to tell first that his uncle had died the night before. And I was up next and said, and Ricky's uncle was my grandfather. And I burst into tears. And I ran back to my desk and put my head down and just sobbed. And some of the boys in the class laughed and called me a crybaby. And I just remember thinking, I deserve this. It's all my fault. Well, I went into a pretty deep depression right around that time because there was just so much unresolved grief. And I think I was also taking on the depression of my family, my dad, my, he, my grandpa was really the glue that held the whole family together. And my grandparents lived next door. So, you know, I was constantly at my grandma's house. And of course she was just in complete grieving and mourning over the love of her life. And a couple of weeks later, there had been a picture that was taken for Christmas cards. And in this picture, <laughs> everybody is smiling. It's my mom and dad and my little sister and my little brother and my youngest brother. I hadn't been born yet. So there was just the five of us. And, and there I was just, you know, attempting to, to smile for the camera. And I have the most sad pitiful attempt at a smile on my face. And you can see in my eyes in that picture, the pain of that loss and just how shattered I felt. I mean, my grandpa was my best friend. He was my mentor. He, he taught me about life and gardening and checkers. And, you know, he just, he was, he was the love of my life. He was the light of my life. What I didn't know then, but what I know now, is that all of that unprocessed grief and the decision to shut down my gifts was also shutting down my life force energy. And I ended up getting really sick in my 20s. I was diagnosed in 1986 with rheumatoid arthritis. It was the perfect storm of circumstances that catapulted me into having to find out how to heal my own body and my life. My first rheumatologist looked me square in the eye and said, Michelle, get your affairs in order because within six months, you're going to be in a wheelchair and in a year, you'll be in a rest home. I was 26 years old. And then he went into a rant about how food had absolutely nothing to do with anything. And people will tell you, and you know, blah, 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 blah. And I remember my first reaction to that was, fuck that. I don't bloody think so. I have two kids to raise and no one to raise them. Sorry, I tend to have a potty mouth occasionally, and especially when, especially when somebody says something like that to me. But 
looking back, it was one of the best things that he could have said to me because it brought out my fighting spirit and it made me realize that he didn't have answers and that I had to figure out something if I was going to live. And sure enough, you know, I followed Western medicine and Western medicine completely failed me. Within six months of my diagnosis, I was almost bedridden and I was in so much pain. Here I was, 26 years old, had two daughters, ages four and seven, and I was in constant excruciating pain from, I, even my hair hurt, it felt like, you know, I mean, from my head to my feet. And it was so bad that I, I kind of dragged my right leg behind me because it just, it didn't work. And at the time, I had absolutely no knowledge or of anything alternative, I, not nutrition, not, not anything. And my family were scientists. I, I come from a very scientific medical background, and I knew nothing about herbs or homeopathic medications, energy medicine, like I said, nutrition, <laughs> and honestly, energy medicine, that term had not even been coined yet. I, I, that was just, I mean, that, was, that wasn't even in vogue yet. But honestly, that was also a hidden gift because it forced me to start finding answers. Now, remember, this was before the internet. So I had absolutely, I mean, I had to really go looking. My, my resource was the University of Utah Library and my local library. We were living in Park City at the time. But what was so fascinating was that as I started to look for answers, the answers started to find me. So, like I said, we were living in Park City at the time, and I had a, this fresh squeezed orange juice business, and I did orange juice and carrot blend, carrot juice, and you know all these different types of fruit and vegetable blends. And it was off season, and I had just delivered this batch to one of the convenience stores in town. And as I was driving home, I remember having one of those pointed conversations that I sometimes have with God, where I was just so angry, and I remember saying out loud. Oh, God, I've done everything I know what to do. I just can't believe that this is what you've intended for me, to live in this kind of pain. You need to freaking point because I don't know what else to do. And I'm just, I'm not getting it. What the hell do I have to do? And I drive, I drive into the driveway, and as I'm walking to the house, the phone starts ringing. And I pick it up, and it's a call that would ultimately change my life. And it was my neighbor that just lived up the hill from me. And she was calling to invite us to a neighborhood barbecue picnic at her home that weekend. And all I could think was, ugh, I really don't want to go. And then that voice that sometimes talks to me inside my head says, yeah, you're going. And I take this big breath, and I agreed. And I said, okay, what can I bring? And she says, it's potluck, just, you know, bring something. Well, long story shorter, uh, we go to this barbecue and we're, we were just kind of shuffled off into the corner with the other not so socially acceptable neighbors. And, you know, I just, I was, I just remember feeling so uncomfortable and I happened to sit between this couple and they were talking about this homeopathic pharmaceutical company. Now, I didn't have a clue what homeopathic meant, but I sure knew what pharmaceutical meant. And so I turned to the woman sitting next to me and I showed her my poor little hands. And, you know, at the time they were just, they were just in these kind of claws, um, but they were about three times the size that they should have been. My fingers were, and they were just pure white. And uh, I was just, I was so sick. And I, 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 said to her, you know, I just, I couldn't help but overhear your conversation. Do you think there's anything that you might be able to do for me? 
and she reached down and gently held my hands and looked at them. And she looked at me with such compassion. And she said, come to my house tomorrow at two. And she gave me her address and phone number. And I, I, I thanked her and went home and then, you know, went up there at the, at the next day at the appointed time. And she sat me down and spent this three hours with me going over and, and completing the most comprehensive intake I have ever had. And she asked me about every illness, every childhood illness I'd ever had, any trauma, any drug use that I'd ever had, I mean, ever had from antibiotics to vitamins to, you know, the foods that I was eating to, uh, you know, any, any anesthesia that I'd ever had. I mean, everything that had ever, ever happened to me. And I'm thinking, what has this got to do with the price of tea in China? And then, and then afterwards, she hooked me up to her body scan machine and she did some point testing on all of my fingers and toes on all of the meridians. So she does this and then she comes up with a couple of homeopathic remedies that she sends home with me in these little envelopes. And I was supposed to take four tablets under my tongue every four hours. And she warned me as I'm leaving. She said, you know, you're, you're on some pretty powerful drugs. And I was taking some fairly high doses of prednisone and I was doing gold injections and super high doses of ibuprofen that were just, uh, I, I can't even imagine what my kidney and li- kidneys and liver were looking like. But, um, and she said, you know, you might have to choose at some point which route you want to take, you know, whether it's going to be natural medicine or allopathic medicine, because sometimes they don't, they don't they don't go together. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, we'll see. So I went home, sat on the couch, and I took the first dose. And the only way to describe what I felt was this life force energy flowing back into my body. And the pain that I was feeling began to subside a little bit. And, and I had more mobility. It's like my fingers kind of got unstuck and unfrozen. And it was like, oh, this is just miraculous. And so for the next couple of days, you know, I would take my homeopathics. I was still taking my medications. And I kept experiencing this ebb and the flow of feeling really good and then feeling like everything just stopped. And so after a few days, I decided to stop taking my medications from the doctor. Now, let me be very, very, very clear with you. I do not recommend this because it can be very dangerous. So please don't do what I did. Don't just stop taking medications, especially if you're taking steroids or, you know, any other thing. You need to wean yourself off and you need to work with a medical professional to do that. Um, But I didn't know better. And and what I didn't know is, especially with steroids, um, you can go into convulsions and you can die. So, so again, just don't do this. But I will say that um, because of that, I had the most horrific headache that I've ever had for about three days. But I do remember waking up on the morning of the fourth day. And, you know, I'm, I'm the person who just, you know, really stretches and moves in the morning. And before I would start to stretch, it was like, oh. And just, you know, freezing because it was so excruciating to move. But on the morning of that fourth day, I could move my body. And it didn't take me an hour of trying to move my limbs and all of my joints. It only took me about three or four or five minutes before I was standing on my feet. The difference was astonishing. Now, 
that was really the beginning of my healing journey. And there's so much more to the story. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell more as we go through uh, the next few podcasts. And, you know, over the course of time, you'll, you'll learn to know all about me. And, but ultimately what I realized, and it's really been confirmed by science since, is that all of the emotions that I didn't know how to process had gotten shoved down into the cells of my body and stuck there, creating pain and changing how my DNA and my genes were expressing. Compounded on top of all of that was my diet and my lifestyle that had created very toxic, very acidic conditions in my body, which changed how my body um, was working. It allowed this huge overgrowth of candida in my body. I was also struggling with a heavy metal overload and on top of it all, I was also in an adrenal crash. So it was really this perfect storm for a profound illness. And it took me a lot of time to unravel and unwind all of the causes of this. But really, you know, the beginning was these stuck, hidden emotions and the stories that I was subconsciously telling myself that were programming me for struggle and failure and illness and lack. Those stuffed emotions created emotional programming that also determined every choice I made and how much financial abundance I was consciously allowing myself and my family. It was those hidden emotional patterns that kept me playing small for years and never daring to be the person that God had really created me to be. So now I want to begin to share with you my healing journey as well as some of the world's most cutting edge, effective healers with some of their healing protocols that can help you overcome your own health issues, your own subconscious programming, and help you to become everything that you're designed to be too. We right now are at this unique point in history of mankind. Never before in recorded history have we had the technologies, the scientific and spiritual technologies that are being developed every single day. There are new scientific and quantum healing discoveries in every branch of science and spirituality that are expanding our awarenesses of ourselves, our world, and our universe. And what we're finding is that science and spirituality are really kind of both sides of the same coin. And, and the technologies that are coming out are really bridging those worlds. But the amount of information that's available to us is expanding exponentially to the point that many of us are on complete information overload. It feels like time has sped up, that change is happening at such a rapid rate, and people are really having trouble keeping up. Additionally, most, if not all, of the systems that we've relied upon to remain constant in our lives are beginning to fail us. You know, our world economies, our banking systems, our school systems, our government systems, and many of our religious systems are really beginning to crumble. We've got natural and man-made disasters that are being reported all over the planet, not to mention, you know, how this all impacts us consciously and subconsciously, plus our own personal daily challenges, you know, the job stressors, the relationship conflicts, deaths, divorces, illnesses, kids, school, you know, whatever it is that's going on in our lives are all compounded by these global energies. It really feels like we're being bombarded from all sides, and, and we really are. As our outside world is changing and often negatively impacting us, our inner selves are also changing and evolving 
as our local, regional, and national events impact us individually and collectively, we find ourselves feeling fearful and overwhelmed, overstressed, and unable to understand or cope with the changes. And, you know, it can, it can feel like, it just feels like insanity sometimes. And I get it. I, you know, I've, I've been in the middle of it. And on the surface, it looks and feels awful. But I actually believe it's a gift. And I can hear you say, right, how is all of this a gift? Because it just, you know, what a cluster. This is just horrific. But what's happening, all of this stuff is bringing to our conscious awareness our deepest fears and our, our largest, our greatest limiting beliefs. And it's bringing it up out of the subconsciousness so that we can begin to heal and begin to create a completely different reality and paradigm for ourselves, our families, and ultimately for our world. But what do you do with all of those feelings? I mean, how do you cope when it feels like you just can't catch a break? And it's like, it's like you just catch your breath and bam, something else hits. You know, there's another something in the news or your house burns down in a fire or, you know, there's a flood or an earthquake or, I mean, whatever it is. How do you turn things around when you feel so overwhelmed, you really don't know what to do next? Well, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about on this show. I'm going to be talking to every person that I interview about their unique dark night of the soul and how they transformed their lives from the worst possible moment to something really extraordinary because we all have a story. You know, right now there's an epidemic of suicide in the U.S. and probably most of the Western world. There was an article recently in the Washington Post that suicide rates rose in all but one states between the years of 1999 and 2016. And these increases were seen across every age, every gender, every race, and every ethnicity. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have been quoted as saying that in more than half of the deaths, the people had no known mental health conditions when they ended their lives. You know, that is so significant to me. And I think to anybody who's looking at this data, because I mean, even the deputy, the CDC's deputy director says that data is incredibly disturbing because this widespread nature of the increase in every state but one really suggests that this is a national problem hitting most communities. It's hitting many places especially hard. In half of the states, the suicide rates among people aged 10 and older increased more than 30%. And statistically, over 23 veterans are killing themselves every single day. To me, this is absolutely unacceptable. Why is this happening is my first question. And then the second question is, how do we stop it? And so one of the purposes of this podcast is to help bring resources to begin to stop this epidemic. I personally know that dark night of the soul when suicide seems like the next most logical thing to do. And it really isn't. And it isn't about the fact, you know, a lot of people, it's like, well, you know, why would they kill themselves? And it isn't that you want to die. It's that you want the pain to stop and you don't have the resources to make it stop. 
And it's just that it's so overwhelming. And unless you've been there, you really don't know what it's like. But I want you to know that if you are in pain, emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, or financial pain, pain changes your brain, especially chronic pain of any sort. And I want you to know that you're not alone. I am here for you. I am here with resources to help. And I want you to have unlimited resources to choose from to help you when you're facing your own personal dark night of the soul. You can always reach out to me. Just email me, michelle at epichealingtransformations.com. You know, it's almost impossible to heal by yourself. We all need support. I need support. And I'm in the middle, you know, I, I do this for a living. We all need a safe place to process whatever it is that's inside of us. We need to know that there are others who understand our unique journey and that may have actually walked the same path or a similar one. It helps to know that there's somebody there to just say, I see you. I get you. It sucks. And there are answers. You know, I wouldn't be here if it hadn't been for some amazingly gifted healers, surgeons, doctors, alternative health practitioners, and a whole host of help from the divine and some amazing facilitators. And I want to model for you different ways that you can begin looking at your own challenges just a little bit differently. I think it was Einstein that said so wisely, you cannot solve a problem from the same level of consciousness that created it. So I want to welcome you. Um, I want to welcome you to this new podcast of Epic Healing Transformations. This is really a directory, a resource and a conversation with some of the most cutting edge healers and resources throughout the world. Um, this is a community for all types of answers to your most pressing health, weight loss, relationship, financial, and well-being issues. We're going to talk about some pretty heavy subjects. Um, and we're going to give you some options and some tools to help you in every single session, every single recording of this episode. I'm also going to be talking a lot about my own quantum soul clearing process. I wrote a book called Quantum Soul Clearing, Healing the Scars Life Leaves on the Soul. And it is a spiritual technology that combines science and spiritual technologies together to create a multidimensional body of work that clears energy from every facet of your life. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on my website at quantumsoulclearing.com, Michelle Manning International, and Epic Healing Transformations as well. So just know that we, all of us here at Epic Healing Transformations, are here to support you. We're here to inspire you and give you cutting-edge resources that can help you change your life. Thank you for listening to this first episode. I hope you'll stay with us. And if you've liked this episode, please share it with your friends. Rate it, review it, subscribe to the channel, and let us know how we're doing. Again, you can reach me at michelle at epichealingtransformations.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been the Epic Healing Transformations Podcast. Thank you for listening. If this episode has inspired or helped in any way, subscribe and then please rate, review it, and share it with all your loved ones. 
We appreciate you listening and hope you've had your own epic healing transformation today. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question you'd like her to answer on the air, let us know. Other listeners will appreciate the information too. Be sure to drop Michelle a line and share your thoughts, feelings, and experiences with her at Michelle at EpicHealingTransformations.com. Ever wonder what I'm doing when I'm not hosting Epic Healing Transformations? I'm a life and business coach, and I help guide professional women to heal the hidden programming and trauma that stands between themselves and bringing their gifts, talents, and brilliance into their real life purpose. For years, I've been working with strong, smart, spiritually connected women who know they have a message and big work in the world, but haven't achieved the financial success, relationship, love, or public acclaim they desire. By releasing the hidden trauma and programming holding them back, I've worked with hundreds of women around the world double their incomes, find true love, and achieve the levels of success and joy they deeply desire and know are possible. Now, while these things may seem to be unrelated, there are hidden patterns and negative programs that tie all of these life threads together. They're part of the unique soul pattern that's you. I mentor and guide women through the intricacies of their unique patterning to help them uncover the true gold within. My intuitive gifts, personal, corporate, and entrepreneurial life and training ultimately equip me to understand exactly what's needed to shatter the glass ceiling holding you hostage to your true life purpose and success. When you work with me, you can expect compassion, safety, humor, and dozens of powerful tools to encourage you on your paths of success. I love guiding you, holding the light and space for you as you step into the fullness of who you are designed by the Creator to be. If you're interested in working with me, just send me an email to michelle at michellemanning.com. I'd love to connect. I can't wait to hear from you. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Beyond Perception with Jaden and Michelle. And today we're going to talk about more planetary stuff. Um, In a previous edition, we talked about our connection and our nurturing with the planet. And then this topic of, oh, we've got to save the planet. We've got to fix it and heal it and save it. And Michelle, the planet's dying. Oh, can't you feel it? It's so horrible. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like when you go into theatrics like that. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> well, it is. It's, it's really silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's... So, what, yeah, so so let's talk about this point of view because there are many people who have it, and frankly, mm-hmm. I have had it myself at one mm-hmm. point, and mm-hmm. it's really non-conducive to, <laughs> to fixing healing mm-hmm. or saving it. <laughs> yeah, and the interesting thing is when you feel into the point of view, it feels heavy. It does. And people go, well, of course it's heavy because the planet's dying. And I'm like, well, of course it's heavy because it's a fucking lie. Like, <laughs> What if it's just not true? And I'm not arguing that there isn't something about global warming, though I think most of that is made up. And I'm not saying that we're not polluting and trashing a planet, though, you know, it's like there's, there are lots of um, green movement promotions that have actually been spun to the dark side where it's become this fear-based campaign that 
is like the whole planet is dying and it all came out around 2012 mm -hmm. when the all those movies about the cataclysms and the asteroid impacts and <laughs> all these floods and all these horrible things are going to happen and, and it's like you look at the mass media anything the mass media is promoting you're gonna want to go hmm. <laughs> things that make you go hmm right yeah so it's like that i want to uh, yeah, let's let's look at that. <laughs> can, can we play with that for today? Because I mean, yeah. even talking about it, I can feel all the garbage just starting to arise. Yeah. And, so all that that is already brought up. Can we just just stick in yeah. the pile? In, in the pile. Right <laughs> and above. Whoa. Up above, way mm. up front. Everything from the left, from the right. Wow. Inside, yeah. outside, everything remaining. And body, planet, let that go. Not you, not yours, not you, not yours. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. And can we shrink all that down to less than nothing? Yes, I choose that. Choose it. And incinerate. So the shortcut for me on this whole thing, like I'll get to the point first and then we'll play, is like what if there is a version of the planet that is of the infinite or the, the multitudinal versions or aspects of the planet that may explore dying. And there are versions that are going to explore succeeding and blooming and going beyond the wildest dreams of all the creators here. Which planet are you vibrating at or choosing when you're standing in the point of view that – the planet is dying. Wow. You're probably in the point of view of the planet that actually would die, right? Like, yeah. it's a choice. You can choose what version of reality you're going to be in. Why would you choose to be in that? Not only does it suck because it feels like shit, my interesting point of view, <laughs> it may feel great to you, <laughs> then go play there. But <laughs> if it doesn't, then come play in a version of the planet that does not have that running that so, to me is the shortcut answer that is the shortcut answer and playing quote devil's advocate here end quote mm -hmm. it's like but there are 200 species a day of plant and animal and insect life that we're losing a day and look at the holes in the ozone and look at the and the and the and the and, the. and, mm -hmm. and by not looking at where we're at in reality they're saying it's irresponsible and absolutely, what's the right word? It's irresponsible and, and you're adding to the destruction by, by choosing not to deal with it. Yes, you're not being a good steward of the earth. Steward of the dying earth. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I have difficulty standing in that point of view, but let me go stand in that point of view. Oh, yeah. Just oh, that's horrible. Yeah, no, that is. That's horrible. Um, <laughs> somebody's well, got to take so us out of that one. <laughs> what's, what's fascinating is when you listen to the information, yeah. the news, the, the, the viewpoints about that, and I do, I explore all those viewpoints. Yeah. Ask yourself how much of that is true and how much of that is a lie? Wow. And what do you notice? There's way more lie than there is truth. Yeah. yeah. And how much of that is accurate information? Yeah. 
and how much of that is disinformation. Yeah, disinformation and misinformation, truly contaminated information. So I get that maybe two or 3% is absolute truth. And the rest of it is, you know, in some version of misinformation, disinformation, contamination. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So how, as an infinite being, do we reconcile that? We keep clearing. We keep clearing. (laughs) (laughs) So what what is all the garbage that affects your perception of what's really true around the earth and what's really happening with the earth? Whoa, now there's some manipulation. <laughs> wow. Holy mackerel. Oh, Holy and can we put all that in the pile? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah. And what is all the unknowable, unspeakable, unseeable, untouchable, and undetectable energies around this? All the unconsciousness, anti consciousness, energy fog, disinformation, cloaking, Renicki's commands, booby traps, and all the covert, unseen, unacknowledged, undisclosed energies and frequencies here. Wow. And can we put all that in the pile? Yeah, there's a huge thing yeah, right now. Ooh, excuse me. Wow. And encapsulate and everything from down below. And back behind. Up above. Way out front. From the left. From the right. From inside. Outside. Everything remaining on the pile. And body planet. Let that go. Not you. Not yours. Not you. Not yours. Never was yours. Never was yours. Let it go. 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 Wow. <laughs> and can we should call that down to less than Poor nothing? Planet. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I know, really. <laughs> Poor planet's going, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. and sterilize out of existence. Banish so it, Chris, banish it, Chris, banish Wow. And what are all the entities, demonic creatures, coalition aliens, reptilians, parasitics, beings, doings, gods, and other non-contributive energy frequencies? <laughs> Pre-tag, pre-capsid, all. And can we banish all these energies? Yeah, all the networks, hive civilizations, yeah, customers, yep. clients, stockholders, all the blah, all of them. And everyone, they all know, and they know, and they know, and they know. <laughs> oh! Out, out, out. Banishing, out, banishing, out, banishing. And everything we in the planet agreed we'd do for them, they agreed they would do for us. What's the benefit or value of engaging them? Not the benefit or value. Whew. Whoa! Can we destroy and create all those agreements. Yes, yeah. I choose that. Said, wow! Null void, 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 and out. Banish, 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 This is better, 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 better. Yeah. Wow. Big wow. Wow. A lot of stuff moving. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine totally how the emotional. planet feels when when we, as a, as an expression of the planet, are saying, "Oh, you're dying." <laughs> <laughs> Die, you little bastard! <laughs> it's like, really, am I? And the planet even starts to question it. Like, really, am I? But it's like, for me, I notice. It's like, I I don't care what's true. I want to know. What is true? I don't have a point of view about what turns out to be true. Mm-hmm. So, like I used to stand in the point of view, no, I want it to be this way. So I only want it. I want to see the truth about this. That's very false light. They love doing that. They it's do. like only see the truth in the polarity that you're looking at. Don't look at the dark side over there that's <laughs> fucking with you. Just <laughs> see no the, attention the, to that man behind yeah, the curtain. The man, the curtain. It doesn't exist. Really doesn't. But it's like. Like, I just want to see what really, really is true. I don't have a point of view about it. I just want to see what's true. And when I do that and I talk to the planet, because 
I've got a personal connection. Huh? Yes, we do. My body. Uh, and you do too. It's like when I talk to the planet, I'm like, planet, is that true? And body, the planet's like, no. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard. And it's like, yeah, that's what I thought too. So what is that? And that's when you start looking for the disinformation or the different versions of planets. And yeah, yeah it's a... So, and I want to remind people, the whole point of a very fixed point of view is to suck you into polarity because what polarity does is it brings in the absolute opposite of anything that you're polarized for or against. So if you're polarized of polarized, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if there's a polarity around, you know, we've, we've got to fix heal and save the planet. We've, we've, you know, it's dying it brings that in, but then it also brings in the opposite of, Oh, you people are crazy. And, and that, and that just creates this level of chaos and tug of war and craziness that accelerates and multiplies and accelerates and multiplies. And then, you know, ultimately people start shooting at each other and that's not a good plan. No. <laughs> so, well, no. I don't think it's a good plan. That would be my no. interesting point of view. Yeah. Um, but, but we, but we, but, and those super polarized points of view are really creating a lot of damage in and of themselves. Mm -hmm. And, and it's food for all of those entities and demonics and all those creatures to kind of sit in our field and mess with us. So, Munch. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nom, 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 nom. For dozens. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> and and you wonder why you have all these you keep uh, people will, will say like well why do i keep attracting entities and and all this weird stuff into my reality well if you're holding on to those distorted point of view that this reality is gladly handling you handing yeah. to you it's like you're you're in those negative energies that is drawing those things that want to eat that like that's yeah. their food it's their lunch they're like nom, 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 nom. Yeah. So when you can, st it's like anything that causes you to stand in a place where you're disempowered and you feel bad about something is you're feeding yeah. something else. Like you yeah. really want to get out of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's why Jaden and I do the work that we do to help look at those really strong points of view and help you get <laughs> help help us and everyone else realize the destructiveness of that and how i mean it's personally destructive because you get so wound up and then you know you can't think straight and then yeah. and then everything else you know just kind of falls by the wayside so yeah so we figured we triggered a lot of shit in that conversation <laughs> I know, I was going to say, and everything that triggered. Uh, and everything that brought up, can we put all that stuff in the pile? Yeah. I'm really good at that. Thank you. Capsule, that's, we are very good at that. Yeah, I love that. And everything from down below, back behind, up above, way up front, from the left, from the right, everything from inside, outside, everything remaining all in the pile. And bodies, planet, let that go. Not you, not yours, not you, not yours. Let it go, let it go. Never was yours, never was yours, never was yours. Ooh. Wow, there we go. And can we shrink all this stuff down to less than nothing? Yes, I choose that. Choose that. Boo! Incinerate. 
And once you clear that stuff, you also then find the invaders, I call them, that have moved into those dark places. And then you clear the dark places and they're like, oh, we're exposed. I no on. <laughs> yes, I have no clothes. <laughs> yes, the emperor has no clothes. Pre-tag, free capsule, all free, stop down, trace, scan, and deal. And all their networks, hive civilizations, universes, and all their customers, client, shareholders, stockholders, board directors. Wow. Pre-tag, print caps at all. Free stop down, trace, just scan, ideal. Yes. And what is everything we in the planet agreed we'd do for them and they agreed they would do for us? Yeah. What's the benefit of having aging? Not the benefit of value. Can we just try and create all those agreements? Yes, I choose that now. Reset invoke, you can't reclaim the price. Null void, null void, null void, null void, null void. And can we banish all these energies? Yes, I choose that. I choose it. Out. 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 It got quieter. It did got, it did got quieter. It, it did. Got, it did get quieter. Wow. Yeah, so much better. So, so is there a benefit or value to, to having one of those polarized views? polarized views of of good bad right wrong you know blah 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 um is there any value to having one of those well for me it's it's an interesting exploration mm -hmm. but if you realize but you have to recognize that any topic that you get into that's polarized like you were saying before it's kind of like a stick mm -hmm. when you like so this side is um uh, you know, we should be using all the resources of the planet and just doing whatever we want with it. And this is no, we need to be conserving the resources of our planet. And it doesn't matter which side of the stick you pick up, you're picking up the whole stick, right. you're picking up the whole continuum of energies. Mm -hmm. So it, what it does do is it allows you to perceive when you play on this side, you're automatically picking up its, its polar opposite. So you're engaging all of those frequencies and everything that plays in those frequencies. Mm. It's interesting and useful as far as an exploration of what's attaching to that paradigm and how that paradigm works. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, mm, not so useful. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and so my sense also is that at this point, we also need to do that spectrum clearing so we can get all of those points in between. Can we do that? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's like what happens is um, when you've got this side or this side, like if you clear this side alone, which is what most people try to do, mm -hmm. it's like the, there's the aligning and agreeing side and the resisting and reacting side, and you try to clear the one, the negative side, and then you're like, oh, I'll just be in the light, and then the negative side comes back again, and no, I'll be in the light, and the negative side comes back, and you keep going back and forth. When you clear all of it, this side and that side, you strip all the polarity out and you're no longer trapped charge. in the ping pong of the charge. Exactly. Yeah. It's just positive, positive charge, negative charge, positive charge, negative charge. So what is everything that we're aligning and agreeing with around the planet is dying? <laughs> Fix hill and save it. <laughs> we're, we're cutting down the rainforests and we're killing all the fish and we're killing all the animals and all the species are going away. And we got to do something now. What is everything we're going to die too. Because <laughs> we're going to die too. What is everything that you're lining and agreeing with around all that? Wow. 
that might be a lot. Wow. And what is everything that you're resisting and reacting to around that? And what is everything you're defending for? It's like up level. What is everything you're defending for around the planet dying? And what is everything you're defending against around the planet dying? I, I laugh now. But wait, yeah. there's more. <laughs> yeah, but wait, there's more. Because <laughs> if, you're, if you're defending for the planet is dying, yes, the planet is dying, then you're also engaging the planet is not dying. You're like you're defending against, because right. of course you don't want the planet to die. No. So you're like, you're stuck. You can't get out of it until you clear the whole thing. And then this is the, what is it called? Peace de resistance? Uh, what's, what's above that is the, the interference that overlays polarity on it, the overlay that's pushing down. What is everything that you're righteous for around the planet dying? And what is everything that you're righteous against around the planet dying? Wow. And so all of that, when you grab all of that, you're, you're clearing all the polarities out. So can we put all of that stuff in the pile? Yes, I choose that. Yeah, I choose that. And then encapsulate so it doesn't run away. And all, of, uh, all the stuff from down below, including from the planet, in the pile and back behind, up above, way out front, from the left, from the right, everything from inside. Whoa, outside everything remaining all in the pile and bodies planet let that go not you not yours none of those points of view yours not let it go 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 yeah and can we shrink all that stuff down to less than nothing yeah i choose that i choose that incinerate wow that feels much better. <laughs> Doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it? My body's looking at one other thing on the chart here. So, but what is everything that uh, you've decided the planet is dying means that it doesn't actually mean? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. And, and wow put again. that in the pile. Yes, yep. please. <laughs> wow. And what is everything we decided all that stuff doesn't mean that it actually does mean? Blah. That's just Yuck. nasty. Alien, <laughs> alien frequencies again. Yeah, all Super. in the pile. Mm -hmm. Wow. And capsule and everything from down below, back behind, up above, way out front, left, right, inside, outside, everything remaining. Wow. And wow. can we shrink? And bodies let that go. Planet let that go. Not you. Not yours. Never was yours. Never was yours. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And can we shrink all that down to less than nothing? I choose that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and clear. Wow. Wow. And you want to grab agreements? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's do that. You want the secured ones? I'll just do the whole list. Or just grab everything the way you normally grab agreements. 
So what are all the vows, contracts, commitments, agreements, addictions, alignments, alliances, loyalties, oaths, promises, covenants, vengeances, vendettas, secrets, magics, dark and black secrets, dark and black magics, what are um, that we have consciously, subconsciously, unconsciously, anti-consciously under manipulation, trickery, or deceit out of a sense of doing the right thing um, or any other reason. Um, and let's, uh, everything that we've agreed to, all of the, um, what are they called? All of the diplomatic relations, all the binds, double binds, triple binds, quadruple binds, binds beyond binds to add infinitum and back, all the auto installs, auto reinstalls, all the copies of copies, auto copies and backups, um, all the recopies and backups, all the mm -hmm. different types of technologies, nanotechnologies, uh, paper technologies. Mm -hmm. Divine golden billion, trillion year agreements, safety mm -hmm. clauses, protection clauses, entry, exit, reentry agreements. Yes. Well, Magic and can we destroy and create? All of those agreements. Yes, I choose that. Yeah, yeah. I choose that. Yeah. And null and void, null and void, null and void, null and void, null. Resend, revoke, you can't reclaim, renounce, now. Null and void, null void, null void, null void, null void. Wow. Well, that got quieter. I have a physical reaction to that. That's crazy. It makes me cough. And I don't normally have those reactions. Yeah. You get into the. You get into the body stuff, and especially when you start to look at it at the planetary level, it gets, it's like it's a different picture. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know. yeah it is. Wow. So, so okay, so what is what else is everything that the body, our physical bodies are reacting to that the planet has been reacting to that we're still holding? And what are all the ways now that we mm -hmm. can just release all of this? And let's just... Yeah. Choose to yeah. rescind, revoke, can't yeah. renounce, denounce, um, Bodies, oh. planet, let it go, let it go, let yeah, it, not you, gone. not yours, not it's you, not, not never was yours, planet. never was yours, let it go, let it go, yeah. let it go, let it go. There we go, clear. Rescind, revoke, can't renounce, no void, no void, no void. Oh, wow. that feels way better. Wow. <sighs> wow. My whole body just relaxed. Oh, thank yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sigh of relief. Thank God. The whole planet isn't dying after all. <laughs> and neither am I. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it's like, wow. what awareness energy and frequency can you and your body be to be in, to be connected to a nurturing, mm -hmm. contributive, expanding, growing, vibrant planet? Yeah. And receive to your advantage. Receive. <sighs> wow. Wow. And what if you've always been connected to a nurturing, growing, expanding, and vibrant planet? And receive that. And receive. And doesn't it feel light? Yeah, it does. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It feels clean yeah. and clear and happy. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that there isn't that stuff going on, right. but it's just not at the magnitude or scale that they want you to believe is going on. Right, right. And it doesn't mean species aren't going away, but in some cases it's like they don't talk about all the new species that keep coming in Correct. that they have not yet cataloged right. that like, for instance, in the insect world, they've, they figure that they've only cataloged about 40% of yeah. all the species 
and they keep finding them at a prodigious rate. That's yeah. like, wow. Like, <laughs> and so, and so what if all the species are evolving as the old ones die away? What are, what if all of these species are evolving in a way that are actually in, um, in a more optimal symbiotic relationship with the planet. Wow. Feel that. Wow. Wow. And how can we as both individuals and the collective humanity also evolve so that we are more aligned and in symbiosis with our planet and receive. Yeah. And receive. And what other energies and frequencies can we now embody to evolve easily and effortlessly in yeah. conjunction with our symbiotic planet and receive? Yeah, and receive. <clears throat> and from that space, what awareness, energy, and frequency can we become to resolve whatever needs to be resolved in a very symbiotic way and mm -hmm. receive. Yeah, and receive. Oh, that feels way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And what awareness, energy, and frequency can we in our bodies be to be immune to the fear peddling or to be able to see through Thank you. to the truth <laughs> behind all of the, the fear propagation that occurs on this planet? And receive to your local advantage. Yes. Mm. And what would it be like if you'd always been able to see through mm. the fear and to always be able to see through the truth to your yes. local advantage to your local and receive advantage. that? Receive. Ooh. Wow. I like that. I kind of like that too. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. And what else is possible? And what else is possible? Receive. Receive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really sweet. I like it. I do yeah. too. I yeah. do too. Mm -hmm. <sighs> wow thank you thank you for thank this. you this is i love these topics <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah. love these topics they're just yeah. they're so informative and i love just shifting that energy and and you know getting a lot clearer on everything yeah. so yeah thank you everyone for being with us if you want to get a hold of either one of us jaden at jaden-fox.com or michelle mm -hmm. at quantum soul clearing i'll see you later Next Bye. Time. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If this episode has touched your heart, please rate and review it and then share it with all your loved ones. Reach out to Michelle and share your thoughts, feelings, and experiences at michelle at epichealingtransformations.com. <laughs>